welcome to the Visionaire Edit Podcast, where we hear the stories and journeys of trailblazers, game changers, and tastemakers, where vision, power, and purpose meets conversation. Hosted by myself, Vanessa Rakos. Let's get started. Hey Visionaires, hope you're having a fantastic week and enjoying the Visionaires podcast. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe. You don't want to miss an episode. Let's get into this week's Visionaire. She's a sister friend and a tribe member. Her name is Ray Babalola. She is the CEO and lead trainer of the Agile Squad, offering higher quality training at affordable prices. By profession, Ray is a qualified Scrum Master and Project Manager, specializing in Agile project management with a focus on systems management in the health industry, marine services and construction. Additionally, Ray is qualified in the other project management methodologies such as Prince2, Agile PRM, IC Agile, SAF, BCS Agile and Agile Business Analyst, giving her a varied and deep understanding of project management and product development world. I can't wait to get into this episode. Hey Ray, thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thank you for having me, Vanessa. Oh, thank you so much. So how I always start the podcast is I ask people to give me a quote or a mantra you live by. Oh, oh, do you know what? This year has been a explosive one for me and i i live by this motto something has to happen for something to happen oh okay tell me tell me more um this year it was just okay we as people i feel like we get very comfortable in a certain place we're supposed to move things are supposed to happen that are supposed to change for example if your washing machine that doesn't break you won't buy a better one but we as people get comfortable with, with having that same washing machine. Yeah. And we fix it. We fix it. We fix it. No, no. Let it break. And you need to buy a better one. And I've had to take that into like literally everything with, with, with business, <laughs> with business, <laughs> with family, with, um, with relationships, with, with money. There's always yeah. has to be some sort of change for something to get better. Oh, that's amazing. That's powerful. I love that. Now, I know that you have an interesting story and I can't wait to get into it. When or where does it always begin? Um, it begins with me having to say that I didn't start talking until I was 15. Oh, <laughs> really? Interesting. I, ha- I had a really bad stammer. Like, I was oh. supposed to like, ah, 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 like clap and jump and stamp and you can imagine kids are mean. Yeah, oh, they are. Kids are horrible. So I came to this country. Um, I'm... I was born in Nigeria. I came mm-hmm. here um, in year three. And you can imagine a deep voice. I've had this deep voice since I was in year three. Wow. <laughs> God. But like my African, very deep Nigerian accent and my stammer, you know, so I just stopped talking. And um, just, it was just really, really hard because wow. of, of the stammer. And then I met a friend at 15. And, mm-hmm. you know, just when someone gets you and yeah. they can help you finish your sentences and just understand you. So I started to realize that being confident actually helps me talk. Oh, like, that's really good. So wait, yeah. do you think that it was connected, your stammering was connected to your, that you were le- basically that you were less confident? No, oh, it's, it's still there and it still comes up. Like till today, if I have, uh, if I'm having anxiety or I feel mm. stressed about something, my speech suffers. Like, yeah, same. For example... Uh, 
webinar on the 29th i was yeah. stammering a lot more but i you, didn't but, hear that well wow. notice but but my friends they're like ray come on like come on come on babe calm down like oh come really on, i didn't notice at all people don't realize but because i found a way to make it you know i i found ways to work it into my personality so mm. you might think that i've paused or like i've got sauce you know I've yeah got swag, i can so. tell because <laughs> wow i had to make it into being me but it really really so then that's where it it started and then Mm -hmm. believe it or not at uni i wanted to rebel and i got (laughs) i got my tongue pierced and trust and believe i called my mom to tell her that you know mom i got my tongue pierced and she asked me why are you talking properly i said hey (laughs) she's like why are you talking properly it's like i got my tongue pierced she goes wait huh Wait, so you have a ring in your top? Oh, yeah, top. This is your top. Talk. Let me hear you first. Like, she just couldn't, she didn't know what to do. Like, she was like, is there yeah. a ring in your tongue? You're talking yeah. properly. So then, my tongue bar, really, it, it's bizarre, but my tongue bar really, really, really helps. And I think I've heard so that. I will never take it out. Well. Yeah. It does because it, um, and it, it was, it was actually a, a lecturer at uni that just mentioned it. So I thought, eh, why not? And if it helps. So it basically, it makes me control how I talk so that my my bar doesn't get caught on my teeth. Yeah. So my speech just literally got better from there. And it all started from my speech. My thing wow. is speech. My thing is communication. I'm an agile trainer. Mm. I talk yeah. to people to teach you a method. And even if, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Just so, speech. It is speech. So and I'm also you- learning sign language. And I want to be able to sign my courses. Oh, are you are you learning sign language as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is amazing. I, it's something that I've always wanted to get into, but you know, oh. finding the time and uh, all it is credit long, to people. Like, yeah, it is long. You can do it. That's amazing. So, when did you decide to get into project management? Or did you start? At, what did you study at uni? Was that part of it, or? Oh. <laughs> Uh, Vanessa, I've got a useless degree, but hey ho! I no, <laughs> no, you, no degree is useless. My mum has the picture. That's it. Do you know what? Yeah, okay, cool. That's actually quite true. That's true. Yeah, but I haven't seen the certificate since actually. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't use it for anything. But um, I went. Where's your degree in? Middlesex University. I got a two-two yeah. in media and cultural studies. I mean, that is not like a useless people, degree. My date is very useless. I didn't want to. Oh do my it. god! I Look. just, you know what? My mum made me. Honestly speaking, like it was just the typical African thing. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do at eighteen. I didn't want to go to uni. I asked for a gap. She said no. School and read, marry, and children. That's it. <laughs> so cool. So I went to. So I picked my favorite course from college, yeah. which was media. I did, and media, I wanted yeah. to get into the culture. You know, so I I like the subject at college that's yeah it. that's that's why i did it I, and then i wish i had taken a, a year out because it was after uni that i realized that i was um i was good at it so i fell into contracting my career started at edf energy oh, um, i was a data analyst it was just it was just by sheer grace i was literally online at, at 2 a.m yeah i was working at um iceland in my area and it was there was a day that there was the most racist thing ever happened to me. And I said, you know what? what? No. Um, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, okay. Not, Iceland. Yeah. Is a, yeah. It's a place. No, no, the um, shop, that actual shop. Yeah. So it was a 
Christmas time and you're supposed to get more hours at Christmas, right? Yeah, and yeah. And they, they employed people for Christmas and said, okay, but here I am and I've got eight hours for the whole week and the yeah. new people have 25 hours. So I was like, you know, what's going on? Like, why don't I have shit? And the manager slapped his hand on, on the schedule and said, look, this is the schedule and that's that. Oh. I said, oh. Literally, from that day, I said, I'm, I, I wasn't going back. I wasn't going oh, back. So I was literally just mass, turning point. I mass see. applying, mass applying, just any, everything. So I applied for EDF and literally the very next day called me that day. I got, mm-hmm. um, I passed the telephone interview that day and they yeah. asked me to come in for an uh, interview that day. I said, ah, ah God, wow. what's this? Okay, let's That's go. That's amazing. Like, it was just so, it was so shocking. Like, cause I, that day was like, you know, when God, when he's like, my pride will not allow me to go back there after he did that to me in <laughs> yeah. front of everybody. Oh, and no. like, no. So yeah, I got into EDF and that's where I realized that I'm actually quite good at IT. So I learned the basicest, basic SQL, HTML. Yeah. And yeah, that I went on to it, but I realized I don't want to code. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, <laughs> I don't like it at, all. Yeah. at all. So I did um, some work with the Marines for a bit. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And and that was pretty cool. Um, And then I fell into contracting just by sheer chance because, um, no, I was a risk analyst, risk analyst in the NHS. And then I used to, the person that that took care of a system went on maternity leave and there was no one to, to cover that system. So she taught me a little bit and then she went. And then oh, wow. I learned the whole system in and out. And that system is called Datix. It's a risk management system that most healthcare oh, yes. providers use. Yeah. So then yeah. I now started to contract Datix. I would go into hospitals and build it up from the ground up. So go and ask. So I'll meet with them, with them, heads of services and, you know, figure out what they want in the systems, have to ensure that you meet um, legal requirements and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then, yeah, I bounced around doing that. I, I, I was a project, so I was a Datix manager. I then mm-hmm. be, became a system manager, then project manager, then agile project manager. And then okay. I realized I don't like to manage people at all. At all. <laughs> I like to handle a process. I can yeah. make sure that, that, that you start and finish. I, I like people, but not their, I don't want to be responsible for them. So then I became a scrum master and I love that. I love, love, Amazing. love, love, love doing that. And I bounced around doing that for quite a bit. And then I asked her, if I slap me, I will not be taxed 40%, basically <laughs> what it means. So I was, I was getting tired of the contracting thing anyways, because mm. you're always going from, your Go mind is never at rest. Because yeah. in, case, in case someone might not like you somewhere, then you've got to think about, okay, let me just look my next one in case, in case. Yeah, so, yeah. It's very unstable. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I um I got into a pretty bad car accident as well in 2017. Oh really? So the, the contracting world was just getting a bit. Yeah, it was really bad. I was doing 30. Um, someone hit me at, at 70. I was doing 30. So oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. But thank God we're alive. Well, I'm here, Vanessa. <laughs> I know, and I'm so happy. That I say we that. I'm so. My happy. answer to just you know, how are you? I'm alive. Just, <laughs> just because you know, I really am. No, this I'm good. Alive. You have to have that same. Well, like, like in Ghana, we call it vim. It's like ginger. That same uh, spirit. Uh, yeah, vim. you have to have that vim to like keep like keep going in life. Yeah, I that, love that. that. Vim. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask you, what is the Agile Squad and when did you decide to start the So um, I joined, so I was not a trainer at all. Mind you, everything that I've said to you that I've done, Agile PM, I had no qualifications whatsoever. I am self-taught because I found out at 26 that I am dyslexic. Oh, me too. Yeah. And how did they miss that in school? Do you know how much? That's what, anyways. But, you know, um, so I found that out and I was like, okay, cool. So I am. I was headhunted by QA. They found me on um, LinkedIn and then they called me and like, you know, and at first I was a bit scared because I was like, I don't have any qualifications. So I don't know what you're calling me for to be a trainer. Like, and then the person that actually interviewed me called me and said, no, 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 no. We just need your experience and we will qualify you. So don't be, don't come, on, don't come to the interview with that head, with that mindset. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, this is my time then. So then yeah. I joined that, company and they qualified me in everything that I, that I had to teach so I teach nine courses wow so, that's amazing yeah. it, it took four months to get qualified in everything that's a pass at 95 wow, percent but then well done thank you so much the company was very big okay. and not, I will toot my own my own horn I'm a fantastic trainer because I, I am that. dyslexic my yeah. visual cues Literally, I build the method in front of you. I'm all about colors, visual, like, it's amazing. So I was getting a lot of requests for me. So there was a time that I was traveling for like seven weeks straight. Wow. It took a lot out of me. I love being a trainer. I love it. I love, love. And that's why I I set up my own thing because I have to have control over my own time. It was getting to the point that like, and then one day I saw an invoice by accident. They um there was a company up in um up in um Ireland that in Ireland I had been to training before. They asked for me again. Yeah, literally in Ireland. And then they 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 asked for me again. Now the company had gone through some reconstruction and just and just w- was hoping to tell me what it's about. And then they now sent the whole email to explain, but they didn't cut out the accounts bit. And I found out what this company made of two days. Mm-hmm. of my ideas and i'm not even getting a quarter of that are you serious and i'm and i'm in ireland this week manchester next week um helsinki the week after cardiff the week after and i'm not getting even a quarter of what this is no no way and it was affecting my mental health my physical health like it was a really bad time so i set up this company the Azure squad um solely based on that because my experience so in five years i had 18 jobs wow i was just yeah and i say i was that contractor that once i learn i learn what i need to get I and go. then go yeah i'm, I'm the same I'm go. I, yep. that, that's how i've been able to, to then get the experience that my last company came to find me so oh. i was like you know what yeah so i set it up and in february i took the jump really to, you know, leave my full-time job and focus on this company because, again, I am self-taught. The, the, the average cost for an Agile Project Management Foundation course mm-hmm. is £1,700. Yes, I'm very aware. When <laughs> I was even contracting, there's no way I'm paying that money. Like, most people exactly. that I trained for, um, for, for these big companies, it is the likes of Fujitsu, Barclays, are, are the big companies that are paying for their staff to get trained. Yeah, exactly. Individuals can't really afford this. So I thought, wait, how can I do this then? 
because the average Joe, which I am, they're not spending a thousand pounds. Like they can't afford to. It would take someone over a year to save one thousand seven hundred pounds for a foundation. So that's what it was. That is what birthed the Agile Squad. Um, It's just to be able to give the average Joe, which is who I am, a way to upskill at a reasonable price. No matter what you earn, no matter who you are, you will understand. That is my main thing. You will come to my my course and you will leave understanding. No matter what your style of learning is, you will get it. I use real life examples, things as simple as um, like, my my favorite type of example is a cake or yeah. a house. Things mm-hmm. that are so simple that you can then put your own projects straight into it. You can imagine your own problems straight into it. So I realized that my gift is talking. I can yeah. talk, Vanessa. I can talk for days. And good. yet I wasn't supposed to talk. So I realized oh, this year good. that, you know, this is this is what I need to do. Yeah. And I must focus on what I need to do. So I I like agile. I like yeah. talking. Let's talk about agile. That's amazing. So, how does your service work? Like, how okay. does an individual so, or a company go about booking your service? And- so, right now, COVID, Auntie Rona has just, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, I, right after you just launched as well, yeah. Honestly, it was. So, I did have some things. I do pre-COVID. I did face-to-face training, usually mm-hmm. in Deptford Lounge because it's just yeah. nice and central. Mm-hmm. So I would usually do um face to face in a um, Deptford Lounge because it's just it's very central. And then yeah. um, but now we're doing our courses online. So if you go to my website www.theagilesquad.com, you'll mm-hmm. see um my services. So I I, I provide Agile PM mm-hmm. training, and that is a two day course online. Mm-hmm. I do weekend courses too. Um, Agile Scrum training that is a one day course, and it is on a Wednesday or one weekend of the month. And I also do agile coaching because um, there are some people who, who like me may have had agile experience, but it's now have just now to put it all together to get that perfect agile role. Yes. So, um, so I, I actually helped someone the other week. Um, he, he became a scrum master. So oh, yeah, amazing. he had um, an interview. Oh. Wait, Again. for those that don't know, what is a Scrum Master? Okay, so a Scrum Master is a very amazing role in the Agile world. They are the person that is basically there to ensure that this Agile way of working is being done in best practice. So that the method is Scrum and the ma- and the person is a master. So you're the master of Scrum. You help amazing. the the company figure out how to work in this scrum way you train people and you just ensure that everyone feels good that's great oh i love that um so that's agile coaching and i also um help set up jira boards so jira is basically Mm -hmm. an online kanban app a kanban is a board yeah do doing done so if you work with teams that are um scattered around you know um i can set up your board for you so that you can assign tasks to people and ensure that it'll be done and you can see where it's going. So just those sort of things, just to make life easier for people. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm here to do. Make life easier for you. I love think that. in a more agile way. Oh yes. I love that. And how did you come up with the strategy? <laughs> oh, um, it's <clears throat> a lot with, um, my previous role, to be honest. Yeah. Because that was market, research because 
I would spend about 60% of, of my time training in big companies like the Fujitsu's and Barclays and so on and so forth. And then 40% was training at actual people. So I, I've been struggling um, to actually figure out who I want to target and the strategy. But I think now I'm a lot more clearer on how I'm going to do it. So I'll let you see it as I do it. <laughs> I love that. I love that, especially for the visual learners like myself. So what are, what are some of the drawbacks of the Agile model? Okay, so it's that it's very hard to, to have businesses buy in. Okay. Because um, with Agile, okay, here's the beauty of it. You may not get 100% of what you want in a project. Okay. Or in something. Now, trying to sell that to a, to a company, you will have help. So they don't really trying to educate people on on the idea of value is very mm, it's, it's, a it's big very thing difficult because, yeah oh my god so I I once did um some work with the British Sign Language Authority oh and yeah their website oh my god they spend millions on their website <laughs> millions on the services but their idea of value is not money it's mm. access now when ah. I worked yeah now when I worked with them it took me some time to to get my mind to change no right it's not about money for them it's about access yeah so their idea of value just trying to get people to realize that you'll you'll be surprised you'll be yeah. surprised um That's... also people think that agile is just a paintbrush it's gonna come and fix everything yes yeah and i used to um i've, I've had to have a lot of oh i would recommend a book called fierce conversations by susan scott that okay. really helped me um in terms of speaking to people because um what um qa would do so the, what the company i used to work for yeah would do is that so if there's a big company that that wants 100 people trained before they pay they have to have a meeting with the sales team and somebody from the agile team because yeah. i was the one that was based in london and i'm the token token black girl yeah mm -hmm. they were sent me you know i don't look too bad vanessa but you know it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it used to annoy me to be honest but whatever yeah um but, you know i would go and my job was to basically help them figure out why they need it yeah they would say so i would ask them before you pay tell me your problem what's the problems that that, that you're having and mm. let's see if agile can make it better because what I don't want you guys to think is that I'm going to come and teach you how to work in a better way. No, yeah. you are smarter than me. You know how to code. You're a tester. You're this, you're a mechanic. You're, I don't know what you do, but I yeah. can help you figure out how to do it. So a lot of my time was, was, was spent on just having to educate them on what do they actually need before they pay anything to it. And the sales team didn't always like that but the companies that i would go and and um train in mm -hmm. subsequently would because then they're like okay maybe we don't need the whole week agile course maybe just the just the um tech team yeah need that and then the um the um hr estates and so on and so forth yeah they can do the whole two-day scrum so that sort of stuff is is what I but not every company needs it. It's it's, it's not true. gonna fix everything. And that's a really, really, really big misconception. Um and again, just just it just it being a buzzword. Yeah, like, it, agile has become a buzzword. And definitely when I'm interviewing people and they say, Oh, um 
I'm an agile project manager because I know myself from when I'm going for contracts. Mm. They also ask me, okay, but it's a buzzword. What does it actually mean? So what does it actually mean to you? Actually mean? Oh, agile is a way of life. That's it. And as a person, I'm very agile. Like literally, you have to learn to adapt to change. Adapt to change. Mm. You, you, you have to be adaptable. You can never let nothing face you. And literally, if I didn't have... For me, it's, it's, it sounds quite weird. And this, this is why I'm quite passionate about my business because I literally, I believe in it. I yeah. am agile. My whole life, right from young, I yeah. have to always adapt to, to a lot of situation. And going into business, like even going into, into a place to train, them seeing me and I'm black, okay, like I have to, something has to change. Something adapt. I, I have to adapt to. Mm. And that's, I believe that so much. So my mindset has been, agile so now to to teach it i feel like my passion shines through in whatever you are doing just be agile it can't be a buzzword because you want to get that budget (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah oh definitely i think okay that i think you've answered this question already but i just want to touch on it why do you think it's important to be agile in this day and age and how do you think it helps people and companies um, why agile in this day and age? Because you need to learn to adapt. Honestly, I can't say that faster. Um, gone are the days where someone is going to say, here's what I need. You have a year. Give it to me in a year. Yeah. It's not going to work anymore. It's true. People need things faster. No, not even we need it. They want it faster. They want it faster and the market needs it to be faster. So you must learn to be more agile. You must learn to plan incrementally. Yeah, incrementally just basically means a piece at, at a time. Yeah, there are there are a lot of things that will take a year to build, but you don't need to take a year before you can use it. That's <laughs> what I'm teaching. What is usable? Give them value and just keep on making it better. Make it Ooh, better. Now, that's if a gem. yeah, Toyota can do this, everyone does this. Toyota do this. Building companies, if you go to these estates that are being built up, they will have one module house that is the showroom yeah they would have probably sold everything before the the estate is built but but they'll start building the ones on the left right yeah they'll finish it they'll rent it out those houses are making money whilst the other ones are being built they might charge rent yeah it's true cheaper but yeah and this example literally is is has to go into a into a, a construction company and train and train them and just saying stuff that are commonsensical like wait what yeah and i was thinking really it's not you don't really okay the agile mindset is 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 so easy to talk about but not a lot of people have it at all yeah i agree and i know we talked about it because i was on your webinar the other day you asked the question um or my rather you made a statement not everybody is going to be an agile project manager Yes. Or suitable yes. to be an agile project yes. manager. Let's be humble. Say? Let's be humble now. <laughs> humbly humbly ask yourself, okay, this agile way of thinking, because we are adapting to change so much, mm-hmm. one thing that I will push in agile is you have to have empathy. Yes. You have to have empathy. You have to be a team player. Yes. Because if you're gonna just dress up and change this idea, we all have to work together. Yes to do it must 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 have to work together so yes. yeah i agree so 
And what are some of the changes that you've seen in project management and do you think they're for the be- the good or um so and so I mean okay with covid covid has just opened everyone's tre- opened everyone raw yes you have to now see what you what what needs to be changed and and what doesn't so Definitely. I feel like it's a blessing in disguise the yeah. market is having to change because we weren't prepared Honestly, resilience wasn't enough. There was not there was not enough backup plans. There were not enough facilities to work from home. There were not yeah. enough services to handle this pandemic that that we're at. So evidently, yeah. something has to change. Back to my motto: something has to happen for something to happen. It yeah. happened. It's we true. must now literally adapt to it because again, what if there's a second wave? Yeah, a lot of companies can't handle that either. Yeah, as you said um, earlier when in our discussion, that a couple of universities are going into administration as 13 well. Thirteen universities will possibly be going into just 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 never just never coming up again. Yeah, and how is that? That's a bit mad, isn't it? That is crazy. I mean, COVID has definitely hit us as a project manager. How have you handled COVID? Oh, so as an entrepreneur as well. Oh, I've had to again be agile. I mm. didn't. I didn't want to go online because, yeah. like I said, my <laughs> my training is very visual. I mm. I've got a um like a a two two meter board mm-hmm. that I build in the class. So I was like, wait, how am I gonna make that online? Like my whole thing is dead because my because you have to be in the room with me to see it. But I was like, you know what, Ray? How dare you not practice what you preach? How yeah. dare you? How dare you? Adapt, babe. Figure it out. So I, so I, yeah, I have to, to, you know, do up my website a, a different way. This expert, that expert, I got help. Again, we can't do it alone. If you are, yeah, you can't do it alone. Yeah. You like you'll need the expert of your product owner, which again, is not the only role in Agile. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that at, at the end. So I can just fire out some words, but yeah. Yeah. But you will need a different people, and I had to then make this. I I, I had to adapt. So now, even like um, in terms of planning, I yeah. now only plan for a week. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I definitely feel like I have to have that. It has to be a week to week because you don't know what the government's gonna say. Yep. You don't it's know. Up and down. Boris said, "Go out, come out. Don't go out. Don't go in. Stand be up, upstairs, sit be downstairs. Down, get up and down." And I just don't know. So, I don't know. So it's. Uh, every week and i plan for a week as my, yeah. my projects start from sunday till sunday every yeah. sunday i do Same. a retro all right how was the week what could you have done better you have oh, to always really replan yeah. replan replan that's really good so what are the cha- some of the challenges you faced early on um and how did you beat them getting into gel project management project management oh oh being black I'm black and I'm young and I'm a woman. Yes, I don't. I was gonna go into that. One, yeah, two, three. Continue. That's it. Just like the fact that <laughs> I, it's, it's just, and that's actually why I. That's partly why as well I stopped contracting. Yeah. I got tired of it. I got tired of having to walk into a room and defend my CV. So oh. in so, I had a troubled teen teenage yeah. time, and I'm in year 10 my school awesome hill oy oy, um they <laughs> gave me an option to yeah. do early entry a level business and oh, wow. IT. yeah so i did it yeah so i did it so i've i've had that experience of 
corporate-ish yeah. from 15. Because how it was at school and college is not the same thing. So I've always had a upper hand against my peers. And yeah. then my very first job in a office, I was, what, 19? So yeah. I've, I've known how to be in the corporate world for some time. <laughs> I've, I realized that I've got the gift of the gab. So I've, I've got into places. And sometimes I walk into a room and I'm like, wait, how are you here? And that used to really, really throw me off. It did. Like, no matter how how much you love yourself or, 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 or how confident you are, yeah. you always have to like, you know, you know, I can be here, you know, I've done this, I've been there, I did there, I'm na na, na na. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of got to the point that I just I I became a bit, I would have to now say, looking back, I became a bit mean with it. Ah. Because I just I was over it. I was over it. I was over that whole black girl thing, being the aggressive black girl oh, at work. Tell me about you touch it. my hair, you touch my food, and then you think that I won't get upset. I my, know. Like, if I'm upset with you, I will come and talk to your face. Yeah. I don't go and cry. But it's seen as I don't being see aggressive. how. Yeah. Like I don't understand. So that sort of stuff. It just it was getting to me. It was getting yeah. to me. So thankfully, I would always have this is good right here i would always have a a black senior on my side oh you were really lucky i don't think yeah. i've i don't think i've mm-hmm. had i've only had one black senior in all the contracting i've done actually yeah even if they weren't wait not if not black then be uh, i don't like the word bane but yeah bane yeah if i've not, had but, bane yeah yeah but i don't think i've most of mine have been and white. the worst one to be fair was yeah. the one with the marines they were horrible absolutely really? horrible horrible i would never like i don't want to talk bad mm, but they were horrible Abs- oh my god wait just just, just one more time horrible but um <laughs> with the office space stuff i would always have even if the the whole team would get, would gang up on me <laughs> um there was always one person that would have my back really? it was usually someone minority that would see the nonsense and can I just give you a story of yeah, when I actually do, realized yeah. that I'm that I'm black? Yeah, please at, do. At work. I was at EDF Energy. And um, so in my team, there was seven of us. Now, mm-hmm. we were all, you know, the same age. Yeah. and But I was the only black one. So in the team, yeah, if someone was to forget their bank card, you just, you know, do a transfer to someone, someone else's account. Because this is now before telephone banking, but it was... No, no, sorry. This is before mobile banking. It was telephone banking back in the Blackberry days. So mm-hmm. anyhow, you know, someone had sent money to my account before. That's cool. And then, so obviously someone has sent money to my account and I thought, all right, cool. Now, my turn. I forgot my bank card at, at home. I was oh. going to spend the night at my friend's house. So I actually needed hundred pounds that oh guys i've you know i, I left my um, card at home can i have someone's details to transfer it over come and see yeah. oh no oh oh my oh. work wife the one that was sitting next to me that <laughs> sent money to my account before she's like yeah. you know what oh no oh i don't want any problems like wait what kind of problems what, like, what? Problems? like and you know like yeah i was like what kind of problems like you did it to me as much as you know no i, I just feel comfortable like what okay fine I asked other people now. They were now all saying no. And then there was two people left. No, yeah, there was two people left. 
one guy called Daniel, who I still talk to, he was actually at the shop at this time. And then I asked one girl. So, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. So we went into the canteen. So I called the bank. Now, I know my sort code account number off by heart. I, I've had yeah. the same account since I was 17. So yeah. I put it in. And obviously, I'm not going to let you hear my bank balance. So I take it off speaker for that bit. And then I put it back on speaker when it's, you know, saying what you want to do. So I press it, press it, press it. And then on the bit that was a bit quiet, the guy had picked up, up the phone. And the bank always asked you, Ray, um, they always ask you, is it okay to call you by your first name? Yeah. I said, yeah, sure. It's, yeah, sure. So then and I put him on speaker and said, okay, so how can I help you today, Rachel? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to transfer some money. And she's like, why does he know your name? Like, why is he calling you by your name? I was like, wait, what's it? Because it's the bank he, he asks to. And then we sent it. So back in the day, if you send money after yeah. seven o'clock and it was over 100 pounds, it doesn't get to the account until the next working day, yeah. Monday. But I didn't know this. So now mm-hmm. she's like, what? No, it's not. No, it's not. We're going to do my account. We need to make account. Wait, wait, what? Like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And then the, like, the entire time, yeah, I, I didn't realize what they were doing. But then I, my whole memory went, oh. Nigerian. I'm the only black one. So you really think, like, I was, I was shaking. I was like, wait, how dare you? Like, we're at work. We sit here. We work here. I've given two of you my account details to send money to my account. And I've never done anything with that. So now it's reversed. So I'm a fraudster. Wow. Like, when I say I was shaking, I was like, and then Daniel, the guy, that comes back and, and, and he's like, what happened? Because like, initially like, now, like, she now goes back in the office and yeah. is telling everybody what, what I'm trying to oh, do really? to her account. Like, wait, oh, what? No. Yeah, like, she's, she's, she's like, you know, Ray is trying to do something to my account. Like, they, she called the bank, gave someone my, my details, and they called her by her first name what wow so i'm shaking like my pride didn't let me cry oh my god and then daniel came and he's like what happened and, and i'm yeah. i'm shaking and then he takes me outside he's like that is out of order he goes to the cash point takes out 100 pound give it to me and says give it back to me on monday i'm so sorry that was out of order wow but that was the day that i realized that look no matter what mm-hmm you are always black. Yeah. You are always black. No matter how many qualifications you have. <laughs> no matter how... Because now, in that team, I was the one that was giving out the work. Like, yeah. I'm giving out work. So, I'm... Yeah. But you are always black. You are always different to them. If anything goes wrong, it's your head first. And I learned that yes. when I was 19. So, that has taken... That was, you learned it... Earlier, Ooh. some people learn it very late, and it's hurtful, and it's and it's not fair. It's yeah. not fair. It's what would, and, would you say to the next generation of project managers or just entrepreneurs in general? I would say to go into just in the corporate lifestyle. I would say be wise. Be wise. Mm. First of all, nobody's your friend. Nobody yeah, I think that needs friend. to be learned. Nobody, no, let them hear. Listen to me. Nobody (laughs) is your friend. At work, we all come to work to work and we go home to our home. Outside work, you have your friends. You've got your squad. You might have a 
team that you are close with at work that you must have each other's backs but understand mm-hmm. that you need to ensure that your back is secure as a yeah. black person just understand that True. firstly and then secondly is um don't let anyone ever make you act, act out of character yeah i've i've only ever done that there's only two jobs that i can't put on my cv for that reason that i i let my emotions get the better of me because <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. There's there's sometimes that, you know what, I was gonna show out. I would show yeah. out. I don't care what yeah. you think of me. You are wrong, and you are wrong, and you are wrong. Everyone knows yeah. that, that 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 you're wrong, but they can't say it. But I'll say it, and I'll go. And that's what I did. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah, because even though what, what I did was was right to me, there were still good companies that I still can't put on my CV. There are still some people there that will only remember me for for wilding out at someone yeah. that i called racist like you know what i mean so yeah i like pride like i've got pride but i'm a bit iffy about that one but just yeah. don't let anyone get that get that satisfaction out out of you and I... also there is not just the job as project manager yes if you I have a project that. management qualification please note that you can go into all sorts oh tell the me about some of those transferables. things okay doke so um I love a good BA. You cannot have I a project. It. If you are a project manager, you need a good BA to make your life work. Honestly speaking. Yeah, 100%. Speaking. They will make it so, so much easier. Oh, if you've got a good BA, wrap them in gold and never let, let them go. But <laughs> a lot of um, PMs that I know have been, ju- again, just getting understanding, qualifications of ba me and vanessa are doing that so yeah. <laughs> you know just, just to learn what they because the mind of, of a ba is it's it's fantastic and, and it's and, and it's, it's a skill that is very very you know much needed um definitely there is a product owner that is um a more scrum role but there's a scrum yeah. master there is a scrum of scrum master there is a um product manager there are um uh, oh oh i'm thinking about safe now Oh, yeah. There is a technical, technical coordinator, technical architecture. There are so many different aspects. There are people um, that that deal with just budgets, just money. So, again, finance people can get into that. Um, coding again, yeah. you can get into coding. Um, oh, policies also. Policies are quite Im- they're important. Every company has them but to to actually you know gather them together it is a job and a half and it's it it is a project so again don't just always think about um it projects are quite wide as well so the roles are one thing and the type are different are different too some project manager jobs um, oh so now this is is a tip for those that want to just get in sometimes you may have to um get a job title lower than a pm for you to get the experience that that you need so most of us most of us um started off as a project support or yeah, project, exactly. or project coordinator admin. yeah project admin project support project coordinator pmo but these people yeah i tell you what they are the ones that go on to make money because they understand everything about a project from the risks to the raid to the um to the issue to the budget to how it's distributed to da, 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 da. make sure I that agree. you are learning all throughout these your 
jobs before you get onto that role. That PM role is just a job title. Ensure that you really know what you want to do and not just jump into being a PM because there's so many, there are so many avenues. Mm, I agree. So now let's get more questions about you and yourself. So what the statement is women are often criticized for not having it all. Do you believe that you can have all family, partner, friends, and business and careers? Oh, and that's like you're touching, a, you're, you're touching something, <laughs> touching a, a spot. <laughs> um, do you know what? I am figuring it out. Yeah. I am figuring it out. Honestly speaking, I'll be I'll be honest with you and tell you I'm blagging it. I'm blagging life yeah. like like everybody else. Um, yeah. I would like to think that. I believe that I am the creator of my own world. Yeah. I am my own universe. If I see it, if I speak it, it can happen. I will get married. I will have kids. I will find a way to do it all because I don't have a choice. Tell them. Because I want it. That's it. So when it comes, it comes. Right now, we're very single. There's no children. But we thank God we have a business. So, (laughs) you know, and ideally... Me as well. I just feel like it's just life is not a race, you know. Oh, 100%. I'm. I take it as it comes, and and I yeah. thank God that my family aren't pressuring me. Yeah, you know. Um, my mom has. Um, she's a single parent of four, so yeah. she did it by herself, and she's always told me, "Say, yo, baby, me. Once you leave, I don't want you to come back. So make sure when you're going, you're going with, you're going for a good reason." Yeah. That, she never ever put pressure on me, but she she makes me aware that you know what, you know, hello, your age, <laughs> hello. <laughs> so, but I feel like we can't put that pressure on ourselves. Take it as it comes. Right now, we um most of us live at home with our parents. Mm-hmm. We want to get married. We, we want to have kids, but right now, as it's not here, let it go, babe. Think yeah. about what's here. Like, think about your business. Think Tell about them. your your friendship circles. Build your relationship. Find your tribe. You know. Yeah. And oh, then in very that, important. but you told me that. Shut up. You told me that. Find <laughs> your tribe. So once you found that, then I just I I just believe that whatever else is 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 gonna come, it will come. But yeah. we can't put pressure on ourselves. So I know my husband and my kids are out there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, you manifested them in. I believe they will come. Amen. Yeah, amen. So, what do you think is your best tip for someone struggling to get into project management? Oh, it's hard to even get in. To be honest, it is, and I understand that. Um, you might you might have been applying, uh, and applying, and not even getting anything back. But I would say. Okay, let's be humble again. That's that word. Let's be humble. Yeah. Look at what you're applying for. If you're not getting any results, look at what you're applying for. Maybe look at your CV. If you've if you've done that and you're still not getting any um anything back, maybe um think about volunteering on some projects. Network network people are, are always doing something and, and and especially right now so if you know how to do budgets there are a lot of companies that are popping up on instagram yeah small businesses like me if someone financy 
right now comes to me and says, you know, I have, you know, I'm, I'm brand new. I'm doing a, um, a um, discounted thing for this service. I'll yeah. go to it like, or for free, then I'll yeah. go to it because you have to build that background. So maybe reach out to get experience on projects. However, know your value. Don't yeah. allow people to take you for a ride. Very, very important. Yeah. Just because you're trying to get experience doesn't mean that you should let someone dis- disrespect you. Be Definitely. humble. Let them know what you're coming for. Just And just go and listen. Learn. Sit in the back. Try not to be the expert in the room. If you know some things, sometimes it's better to listen, especially when you're just starting out. Just yeah. listen. Listen. Be that sponge and suck it in. Love it. What type of skill set or mindset do you think you need to be a project manager? Now, just a PM or an agile PM? An agile PM. Okay. The reason why I say the two is because traditional PMs, you are, you you have to be controlling. Yeah. You have to have control at all times. An agile PM, you must learn when to be hands-off. An agile PM is there to ensure that the project starts and finishes on time you have everything you need to do it you ensure that the budget is met you ensure that the key things are discussed but you leave the details to the doers so yeah. if you have a problem letting go of power you cannot be an agile because that there's no power in the role you're there to coordinate you coordinate everything you make sure people are where they're supposed to be the um the um SMEs come in when they must. You plan the deployment, but you must learn to be hands off and also ask for help. Yeah. Ask for help. You must as a as our PM because you make no you you will you will get roped into other sectors. They will pull you because PMs our skills are very transferable. So yeah. they will need you in in estates. They will need you up there. They'll need you down there. So what you have to do is ensure that you are organized. True. Ensure that it all comes together. So you must coordinate everything. You must be able to now go and talk, talk to teams. Um, also, you must be um, persuasive. Oh, yeah. Very important. Yes, because part of, the, part of your job as an agile PM is trying to convince people to work in the agile way. Honestly. You are constantly um, ensuring that the um, team board, so if you use um, JIRA, then, then great, but you know, you're, you're ensuring that the, the, the team have access to it and it's, and it's actually being updated so that you can make your reports to show seniors. Sometimes, most times, you have to be a motivator. Yeah. So it's a bit like a, like a scrum master, but just more official. If things go wrong, because we don't like hierarchy, in an agile environment, anyone can go and talk to anyone. You have to be accessible. You are the person to to fix stuff. So I always say this in my course. If you've got a face like a rock, no one's going to come talk to you. (laughs) It's true. If you're not approachable, if you're not personable, like, so that's why I say, are you the type of person that can work in an agile environment? If you're mm-hmm. not humble, if you're not patient, if you can't work as part of, of a team, if you can't delegate, if you can't be hands-off, then be an agile anything won't suit you at all. So that's actually what I try and teach on my, um, on my 
webinars and my socials to build the agile mindset is one thing but then to work in the agile way is a separate thing you must have the mindset before you can do the actual method amazing i love that so i've got one last question for you what does it mean to be a visionary oh it means to me or or in general to you to me a visionary is literally believing when you when there's no reason to Mm. you have a vision only look vanessa you see me in my life here i know i am destined to be great oh amen but nobody can see it but me no i can see it and it's oh look at amen thank you but (laughs) usually like it's frustrating so it's like do you know what trying to keep my vision alive sometimes it takes the life out of you oh yeah definitely because you're having to defend honestly i'm like it's this business thing it's it has taken a lot and like especially like trying to collab and like people are taking your ideas and then even talking to you and oh uh, my god it is disheartening it is disheartening but i i believe in it so much that i i can't i I can't stop yeah so that's what i believe a a visionary is believing in in something even when there's no need like when you don't feel to, when you don't want to, when there's no, there's no reason to, but you just believe in it. That's when I think that you're a visionary and you will hammer. Amen. We'll make Amen. it a life. You I will hammer. That. If, if, if you've got a vision, that. you will hammer. Amen. Amen. This has been such a great interview. Where can oh. our listeners connect with you online? We are on socials, the agile squad, um, on Insta, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And also we have a 15 minute free consultation because again, before, um, if you want to just discuss stuff before you book a, a course, then that's totally fine. Book a 15 minute free consultation and we can talk about agile. Amazing. What's next for you and the agile squad? Oh, wait and see. So my aim is to be able to train more agile um, methods because again i am the agile squad i believe in agile so far i train um agile pm that's dsdm and scrum mm-hmm. i want to within the next speak it out yeah speak it out within the next year i would ideally like to add um safe and ic agile that's two other um, um yes. method onto mine because i actually i own the qualifications but my previous company still owns them, sort of. Oh, so I've I got see. A, yeah, so I've got a, once that's done, then I can officially be able to give exams and stuff from this company, get the Agile Squad. And yeah, it's only up and up and out. But I want to only yeah. ever train Agile because I believe everyone needs to be Agile and should be Agile. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate. <laughs> I Is there anything it. else you want our listeners to know before you go? um i love you that's it i i love you i appreciate you um if you're going through things in life babe we're almost there we're almost there we're almost i love we're almost there yeah oh thank you so much
Did you enjoy that episode? Like I enjoyed that episode. Make sure you like, follow, share and subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Ray actually has an event tomorrow called A Candid Conversation with the Agile Squad. Tomorrow on Zoom, you can find her at the Agile Squad on all social media and the details are in the information box. Until next time, guys.